Welcome to the podcast for Windsor Road Baptist Church. Prepare your heart to receive God's message. Perfect. Good morning. Um, yes, my name's Ashley. So I've been doing a preaching internship here um, this year. And this is my 10th sermon. So my last one of the internship. So, <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Um, yes, and it's public knowledge now, but very excited to um, lead the youth and young adults next year. So um, it'll be very awesome. Cool. I'll just pray and then um, we'll start. Lord, thank you so much for today. Uh, thank you that Christmas is in two weeks. Um, and I pray that uh, this message would glorify you, Lord, and you would speak to us so personally today, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sometimes when you watch the TV, do you flick it on in the morning and you see a breaking news story and it's tragic and you're there and you're watching it and you're devastated and then you hear it again in the radio as you're driving to work and you hear the same story and you're like, oh, gee, that extra detail is very, very unnerving. And then you think about it for the day, then you come home, oh, it's on the news again, breaking news, same story, and you're like, oh, yeah, cool, flip channel. Then it's on again at the 10 p.m. news flash, and by that point, you're like, oh, I've already heard this, not worried about it anymore. Also, perhaps sometimes do you think the significance of stories lessen over time? I know for me... I find Anzac Day hard to recognise the the significance of it. Perhaps the gospel, we've heard it so many times, the significance of it wanes a little bit. Even Christmas, the story, we hear it so many times, every year. Does the significance of the birth of Christ, does it wane? Does it become a little bit less significant to us? See, even we think the significance of the birth of Christ isn't super important. See, the virgin birth belonged in the confession of the faith in the Apostles' Creed, which we read, oh, sorry, breaking news, (laughs) in the Apostles' Creed. So this theological idea has been around in our faith forever, Since the start of Christianity, the idea of the virgin birth has been there forever. The Apostles' Creed reads, I believe in Jesus Christ, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, tick, born of the Virgin Mary, tick, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. Perhaps we just say those things over and over again, and we don't really have the significance of what it actually means. However, Christ's birth was significant. If we can see through the church fathers and church history and the power that Christmas has each year, Jesus' birth must have been significant somehow. But I feel like theologians ask every year, what does it actually mean for Jesus to have been born of a virgin womb? Perhaps some people accept the ambiguity of, okay, cool, that's just something God would do, don't think too much more. Or perhaps it is something a lot richer than we can never understand. Maybe we just accept it and we sing songs every year. 
But we read um, in Luke 1, 26 to 38. This is the scripture we read every year. And I've probably read this five times this week at different, in different spaces. So I'll start Luke 1, 26. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be the great, he will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who has said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. To me, that story is so familiar. I could almost read that and predict what was going to come up next. I wonder if you're the same. If Christmas for you is a predictable thing. But for me, as I was reflecting on this and I was praying for God to bring a fresh perspective, I felt like the historical event of Mary actually giving birth to her creator makes it significant. If I could just go back a slide, sorry. Thank you. We do not know much about Mary. In fact, the book of Luke was addressed to Theophilus, an ordinary Greek man, And the name Mary would have been the same as Jane Doe, just a normal girl. She was probably 12, didn't have a heritage or anything particularly fancy about her. Maybe the thought that Joseph was in the line of David might have picked people's ears, but for Mary, nothing significant about her. So by far we can read when we get to this point But there's nothing significant about Mary. So why is this birth significant to us? So from the moment of this scripture, we can see that Christ, his birth is different. It's different to John that we read last week. And it's different to every other birth in the Old Testament as well. So from this very moment, the significance is that Jesus is holy and is the son of God when he's conception and from the first thought of his creation. It also suggests that the gospel is more clear in suggesting that Jesus is the incarnation of God, that he comes into a particular situation that doesn't seem significant and he comes and he reveals who he is to the one who wants to seek him. The second point, oh next slide please. The second point is 
that we can understand the cosmic reality of Christ's incarnation in the virgin birth. This artwork was from a, a sister in, um, in Mississippi, uh, Grace Remington, and she did this crayon um, art. Um, if you look at it carefully, it is incredibly detailed. Um, it's called Mary Consoles Eve. There is Eve with her hair to her knees, with a serpent wrapped around her leg, holding the fruit to her chest. You can see that shame is all in her body by her posture, in the way that she is clutching onto what remains of who she is. And then you see Mary. Mary is there and she's pregnant. She takes Eve's hand and she places her hand on her belly and she consoles Eve in that moment. Now this is how I understand the cosmic significance of Christ being born. <clears throat> we see our shame and we see our sin in the person of Eve. And we see Mary, the humble servant, giving her life her body, the plan that she had for herself to God and ready to conceive this man who would bring salvation even to Eve. Another thing that we can see in this moment as Eve looks at the baby, Mary has no guilt and she has no doesn't seem like she has any harshness towards Eve at all. And she stands there and she steps on the serpent's head without even thinking about it. So the, the significance of Christ's birth and his incarnation through Mary is that our Saviour has come. That our Saviour is there and he is ready and he is born. So I feel like a perspective shift can change our understanding. When we forget that something is significant, a perspective shift can help us remind that it is significant. I remember in the breaking news story of the floods earlier in this year, it was heartbreaking. You would hear it at the start of the day, and then you'd hear it again, and then you'd hear it again, and then gradually the effect would just wane. But it wasn't until I was walking the streets in the city and the mud was there for weeks. That's when the significance of the story began to shift in my perspective. The significance of people are actually losing their homes because of this. The reality that businesses were closing. It became more significant when I felt my perspective shifted. For Anzac Day, this year, I felt like my perspective shift when Daryl um, shared about the, the young boys that would play in the tennis court down the street. And then they got killed on the battlefield. And they attended this church, and their names are memorialized on the wall. That perspect the perspective shift of it being personal, of these being people, that helped me see the significance of the story. 
even for the gospel. I feel like in this story of Christmas, we can see a clearer gospel. The perspective change that even in the historical moment of Jesus being born, there is this cosmic reality of Eve being comforted that her saviour has come. For me, this Christmas, I feel like that was my perspective shift. That God entered in at this humble state and Eve was forgiven of her sin. So this Christmas, what does it mean for you? Is there something that you are a bit numb to in the Christmas story? Is there something that you've just heard over and over again? And it's kind of lost its glimmer. You've lost the wonder of Christmas. The wonder of the miracle of Jesus, our Saviour, being born. You've lost the wonder that he was born in mud next to sheep with hay everywhere. Or maybe you've lost the wonder of the star being right above where he was born. Or the wonder of the shepherds following this star with the hope that they would see their saviour. Or the wonder that the host of angels were there, as Holly mentioned in worship last week. Perhaps it is that the saviour came and Eve was forgiven of her sin. So what is that What are you numb to this year in Christmas? What part of the story doesn't seem as significant to you? So I'll pray and lead us in a prayer. And I hope over this week you'll be able to reflect on the scripture, to read this story again. And I pray that something will stand out for you. Lord God, we thank you that Um, you have this story for us to remember. And we remember it every year at its particular time, Lord, where the whole church reads the same scripture in the same weeks, in the same days, in the same hour of the same year, Lord. So God, I pray for the church, Lord. Would you revive our hearts that we would know a new perspective to this story, Lord. Would you remind us of the significance that Jesus, our Saviour, Jesus, our God, was born and at the same time Eve was forgiven of her sin. So God, lead us this week, Jesus, as we hear more about you, as we read more about you, would we know you more? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. We hope that you have been blessed by the message. Windsor Road Baptist Church is a growing intergenerational and international community of people committed to whole life discipleship. Please visit us at windsorroad.org.au to connect with us and to learn more about our church.